Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Phil Boogie, and this is Isolation Be Like. Um, I am in my studio slash my parked car in the driveway. Um, you may hear the birds and the cars and the motorcycles and everything else again. Um, but thank you for listening and uh, knowing my heart um, and allowing for the background noise to just um, be and not distract you. <laughs> because there's no choice. I don't have a studio and I have a house full of people. So this is the best that it gets. So, you know, we are in the middle of this thing, which, no, we're not in the middle. We're at the beginning of this thing, right? This stay-at-home thing. And um, and I, it seems like a lot of people think we're at the end, which is really crazy to me. So shout-out to everybody who went to get their hair done and feet done and nails done and went to Annie Ann's pretzels or whatever the hell you could not wait to go do. Um that you went to go do it with people wrapped in bubble wrap, providing you services. Shout out to you, props to you. But we're at the beginning of this thing, right? Because the reality is there's no vaccine, there's no treatments really. And um, and one way of thinking about it is, fuck it, we're just going to go outside and we're just all going to, we're just all going to, you know, get it and then see what happens. The other thinking is, um, you know, trust science and listen to scientists. So, you know, I am trying desperately to um, stay balanced. I'm doing a lot better. I am no longer, um, you know, washing the house down from top to bottom two to three times a day because my skin started to, like, basically crack on my hands. It was just, like, too much detergent. Even with the gloves, it was just too much, so I had to slow down on um, disinfecting because I'm like, I might survive Corona COVID, but I'm about to kill myself with bleach. So I had to slow that down. Um, I'm still wiping down the groceries, but you know, I'm not wearing a hazmat suit. I've, you know, I take precautions, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm finding some balance. I'm not spending hours anymore searching for products like masks and things like that because I have enough. And things are readily available, so I feel less pressed about it. And a funny, a funny story that we bought masks, slash I bought masks from a small hair salon in North Carolina that had um, surgical masks available and some other things that I needed. It took me about five hours to find them, but I found them. So now I'm a preferred customer. So whenever they get a new shipment of mask in or sanitizer, They call me and they tell me the low, like, yeah, um, the lowdown. They tell me, yeah, we got we got carbon filter masks. What's up? You you need you need a couple. So um, I now have a mask connect, which I think is both hilarious and sad. Um, But we're in the beginning of this thing. And so my my fear and complete paranoia um, has lessened. But now I've reached this new stage of of getting closer to acceptance of what I believe to be true, which is things have to be different for a while, whether we like it or not, whether we like it or not. I don't care what you feel. And let me say this, do what you're going to do. Make your choices. If you want to have a rave or um, an orgy or you want to go to the ice cream parlor and have a birthday party with a hundred kids, whatever you want to do, do it. Um, and there will be someone there to service you because people have to earn a living. And if 
I work for Auntie Anne's Pretzels or the Ice Cream Parlor or, you know, wherever else, the gym, and they say it's open and I'm an employee and I don't have a choice, whether I want to be there or not, I have to go there if I want to earn an income to open up for you because you wanted to go get your feet done. So, you know, live your lives. This is how things work. But there's also the other side of that, which is some things can be done differently. Now, um, you can't necessarily get your curbside food digitally. Like, you can't do that via Zoom. So, okay, we have to find a way to make that make sense. Um, But there are certain things that you don't have to be at work for. You just don't got to be there. Not physically in a building. Twitter is letting people work from home indefinitely. Google, I think, said the same thing. Um, and my my fear of things starting to reopen was that once a few things started to reopen, that everyone's gonna was gonna expect you to to come back out and like be present in the world again and show up to things and come to meetings and you know I don't want to be unemployed and I don't want to be rude to my friends and I don't want I'm not it's not a goal it's not a goal. Um, I think people who have been listening to the podcast, no one would invite me anywhere because they already know. But not everybody's listening to this, right? So um, so I'm spending a lot of time just thinking about um, not trying to get fired from my job. So I'm, I'm a professor, and, I, and I, I like what I do, and I like where I do it. Um, and a lot of my friends are professors at other institutions and teachers. And I mean... Let's be real. Like, I don't like regular flu season at school, right? Around November, I start reminding students, listen, if you're sick, stay home. There is absolutely nothing I'm doing in this classroom that is worth you being uncomfortable to the point that you're in class with a fever and sweating. Um, Or it's nothing worth you coming here and getting everybody else sick, Right. We have resources. We have telephones. We have email. We have um, Zoom. We have all this stuff. Um, Canvas, Blackboard, whatever you have. We have all of this. You don't get points for showing up. I ask students to leave my classroom um, when they show up hunched over with like watery eyes and coughing. I just, I, I politely ask them to meet me in the hallway and I ask them how they're feeling. And then I say, you know what? You don't have to sit. You don't have to sit here for this. And they usually are appreciative, don't feel shame, because I try to do it very respectfully. But it's just like, go on now. We no, I want no parts, right? So, and um, so that's me every year, every time I'm teaching. So if you add COVID on top of that, um, we just we just can't. At, based on what we know now, we just can't be in there. Now I'm not. I'm not saying I'm not showing up. I'm just saying what I think makes sense. Like, we're, something new has happened, right? And I know we want to pretend um, because it's hard to imagine a world that doesn't have all the conveniences and all the services and all the institutions that we have become accustomed to. But um, that's not how the world operates, um, you know, I'm sure the dinosaurs were looking like, what the fuck? Where, where's everybody going at some point? They didn't just get to stay here because they they had been on the planet. You know, they had to go. Shit changed, right? It, it's things, things change and they change back and they're different. And 
that's just what happens, right? So maybe you don't get to do um, your, you know, butt lift boot camp for a couple of months, you know? Butt lift boot camp has to wait until it doesn't kill everybody who comes to class, right? Same thing with school, you know? I don't care how much tape you put down in a classroom. You can't send, I'm not even going to talk about myself, you can't send small children back into a K-12 through school and expect them to stay apart, not touch, and just be gross sometimes. And you can't, you can't do it. And I also understand that you can't have all the kids home and have parents work. I know this is a tough call, and I know that school is important for a lot of kids because it's where they are safest, right? This is a hard time, right? But I don't think the answer is, let's just put everybody back into the building and see what happens. We already know what happens. We've already seen what happened to to teachers and principals um, and some students um, when they didn't leave early enough. Right. When they stayed, even though school was closed, kept coming to work to do packets. I want them packets. Let me tell you something. I didn't even go pick up the packet that they prepared for my kids. We have email. It is 2020. I'm not getting in my car to to be in a crowd of people to touch a box full of packets. Nobody's wearing a mask or nothing at that point back in March. I don't want them packets. Keep them. And if you can't email it, then maybe we don't need to be at this school, you know. But those people who worked like that, a lot of them got sick for nothing, for nothing. They could have been home, some of them, you know. So now we know better. We know better. But everybody got to eat. And it's going to be tough for everybody. Like, you know, the state can tell you. Like I said before, the state can say everything is open. You have, we, we have choices to make, you know? And I'm just trying to think of a world where I can, <laughs> where I can be in the classroom again and not, and not feel uncomfortable. And right now I don't, I don't see it. I don't see it. Maybe you guys see it. And I know that's scary when you have small kids and you don't want them to miss out in school, but I don't see a space for how how K through 12 kids, I teach college, but K through 12, I don't see how they go back. I don't. I don't. And I know daycares are running now because there are essential workers who need a place for their children. Um, and people are doing what they have to do. Um, I'm not saying that everything should be closed. I just don't. If there's an option, though, because there are essential workers, if they had option, if they had a different option, their kids would not be in daycare they would be someplace else right so what I'm saying is when there is an option I think we ought to be looking at the option right now it's not political um it's just it's just what it is right um you know yesterday one of those damn graduation drive-bys went past my house I was outside in the backyard I mean my kids go in the house I didn't want all them people driving by breathing the air into my backyard I went in the house go home go home I know this is sad. I know you didn't get... Go home. Go home. Go home. Go home. I know a lot of people disagree with that. And I'm not in that position right now. I don't have a senior graduating. I don't, I'm not a senior graduate. I, I get it. I get it. 
but I've experienced loss before. I've experienced not having something that I thought I was supposed to have. And I know that it doesn't feel good. Um, And I also know that I had to grieve that and deal with it. Right. Um, In a way um, that was real um, and not recreate a thing that didn't really um, solve the problem. I'm not saying that's what everybody is doing. A lot of people aren't even thinking about it. They're just out there, you know, doing it. But I don't know. I don't know. I got to eat. I got to work. But I just can't. So many choices. So many choices. You know what's funny, too? It's like everybody is not everybody because clearly somebody voted for him. But so many people are are anti-Trump and um, the conservative values until it's their turn to make a choice. Right. Life is important. People are important. Social justice is important until they have to make a decision between money and people. You know, so I'm watching people who are allegedly about that life, that social justice life and going, oh, okay. It seems like you're, you're more invested in, in economics as well. Um, too, you're not, you're not as blatantly ignorant or maybe you're not racist, but the choice is to say, um, to put people's lives at risk, uh, for financial gain. And, um, I think it's been interesting to kind of watch people's, um, morals press up against um, their own comfort, um, you know, as they proceed to figure out how they're going to make a living and, and live life. So I think we're all learning a lot about how we are as people, what's valued, um, what's important, you know, and I'm not everybody. I might be wrong, right? But it ain't, it ain't nothing in the mall that I need right now. Nothing nothing am I gonna go to the mall again probably but I can't think of one thing in the mall that I need to go to right now I can't I can't I can't think of it I barely want to go get the damn milk that I got to get for this cereal I know I'm not about to go to Nordstrom Rack and be strolling no time soon um so I, I you know I don't know what is a world without traditional school how do we do this? And what is what is best, sir? What is the world without restaurants the way that we know restaurants? What, you know, and if we're going to do the school thing, it can't be Zoom. Can't. It can't just be Zoom instruction. It has to be parents who are able, um, you know, guiding some of the instruction because Zoom does not work for everybody. It has to be a combination. Um, it has to be some resources for parents to give them some of the tools so they can talk to their kids um, instead of just putting them in front of the computer hoping that the kids are getting it. Um, and I know that's not a reality for everybody, but none of this is 100%, right? So I think we have to equip everybody with everything. The Zoom instruction from the teachers and then also some instruction for the parents on how to best do this. Otherwise, I think this is going to be a big mess. Um, and we're all going to uh, feel the impact of that in a couple of years. Um yeah, a lot of decisions. So I'm just going to sit here and wait and see what folks do, see what my fall is going to be looking like. Um, I think I already know what my fall is going to be looking like, but I'm just waiting to see what um, the official word is going to be for my children and for my mes- for myself. Um, 
And it's not just about being home. It's really about, for me, I'm watching to see um, what people, you know, what's valued um, and how people process um, a situation and solve problems that involve um, really, that have really high costs, right? You know, you're asking people a lot to come to work, to be to be a cashier, to be a teacher, to um, to come and to mop the floor at a hospital. You're asking for a lot. Um, so if you're going to ask for that, you got to have a reason. Um, it has to it has to be something that has to be done, and you have to be providing as safe of a of a situation as possible. Um, you have to be supporting people, and that takes a lot of planning and a lot of effort and a lot of work and a shift in focus in truth. Truth is important, right? Um, I don't want exclamation points in an email saying, hey, we're coming back stronger than ever. And we're going to do this because we are, you know, whatever institution, hashtag, you know, institution strong, whatever the name of the institution is. I don't need that. I need to know, hey, we're asking a lot from you. This is this is scary. This is risky. This is the best we can do. Um, are you okay with it? If not, we got to figure something out. We got to talk. Uh, but don't act like you've gone into a building and put tape on the floor um, and, and added a new um, stand with Perel that all of a sudden you've outsmarted this virus that is like taking over the planet, right? You know, don't insult our intelligence. Um, so that's what I'm thinking about today. Just how the world will be, where I will be, um, and this is one of them times where I think for all of us, we're going to have to figure out who's making the decisions for our lives. Is it us or is it, you know, is it somebody else? And and also we're going to learn what sacrifice is because myself included, we're all going to have to do things that maybe we are uncomfortable with or maybe a little bit frightened of. And um, But we have to do it for a greater good. Um, and I think on the other side of that, we... If we're paying attention, we're better people and we're, we're more respectful of everyone because we recognize that everybody we're coming in contact with um, does important work, which I don't think we always thought of it that way. But everybody we're coming in contact with is doing important work. Um, and that might be the one upside of all of this respect. Um, um, and I think we needed that. So anyway, stay safe. Uh, Wash your hands, stay sane, and I'll talk to you next time. Peace.